0: Now it's time for Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf, the number one relationship advice radio show in the U.S.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask Dr. Love. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and it is my pleasure to be with you again this week. I haven't been with you for the last couple of weeks because we're doing the first and the third Thursday of each month, and March had five weeks. So, Today we're talking about imaginary or one-sided relationships and could you be trapped in one and not even be aware of it? So I'm going to ask you a few questions. See what you think. Do you give more than you receive in your relationship? Do you give more and more and not get back what you want no matter how much more you put out? Do you often feel burned out by your relationship? Does your partner make excuses for not calling or not coming around? Are you sexually exclusive with a partner who is sleeping with other people besides you? Meaning, are you nothing more than friends with benefits? Do you ignore what your partner says about how he or she feels about you? Specifically, does your partner tell you things aren't serious, but you don't take these words seriously? Well, if you said yes to any of my questions, You are likely in a one-sided or imaginary relationship. So stay with me to find out if you're clinging to a ghost of a relationship that really doesn't exist. We're also going to take a look at how the old scars from childhood childhood set us up for imaginary one-sided relationships. And then I'll be answering, hopefully we'll have the time for me to answer some questions that were submitted to me at Ask Dr. Love. The first one is Awaiting My Next Love, or Is He or It Already Here? And I'm helping a young woman who was cheated on and dumped by her last love, and now she finds herself drawn to her martial arts teacher, who she fears may be another player poised to break her heart. So stay with me to find the secret reason why she keeps choosing cheaters and what she can do to set herself free. Next question, gay man who worries that his boyfriend is cheating, and I'm helping out a man who's been abused and beaten by one lover after another, and now he worries that his current lover may be cheating, and his question is how he can find out without pointing finger. The next question, getting ex back, I'm working with a young woman whose boyfriend pulled away from her soon after going away to school. He was very tied up with his studies and couldn't handle her pressuring him for more time and attention. And now that it's over, she wants to know if there's any way to get her ex back. So stay with me to find out what she can do to get him back. And... Lastly, this is um, a sex question, girlfriend cheated on me with a lesbian. I assist a guy whose girlfriend asked for time to figure out whether she's gay or not. And he's heartbroken and wants to know whether he should give her the time or just end it. So stick with me to find out how I suggest that he proceed. So now let's get on to today's topic. Are you in a one-sided or imaginary relationship? So I want to jump right in and I want to lay out the dirty dozen telltale signs that you are in a one-sided love affair. Well, actually, I actually have 13 signs for you. So the first is you tell your partner you're sick and he or she doesn't offer to bring you soup or check up on you the next day to see how you're feeling. God forbid you really needed serious taking care of. You wouldn't want to have to rely on this person, right? Second telltale sign that you are involved with a one-sided imaginary partner. Your partner forgets stories you share about your friends and family. So he or she either either isn't listening or isn't invested in learning about the things that are important to you. Either way, meh, right? Right. The third, your partner is hard to reach, always losing his or her phone or gets back to you inconsistently or very late. If so, this person needs to be crossed off the list as your emergency contact and ideally crossed off the list as a partner. Fourth, uh, when you're upset, your partner doesn't know how to comfort you and just shuts down. So considering there are going to be countless moments in your life when you will need your partner to be there for you emotionally this is not a positive portend of things to come and it's also really a symptom that the person is not there for you you are not in a real relationship five all the plants in your partner's house or apartment are dead so if this person doesn't tend to plant imagine how little tending you will recede and at the very least anyone can keep a cactus alive right The sixth sign, your partner never makes any plans for the two of you and just expects you to come up with all the ideas. Eventually, this is going to get old, especially if you have children together. Can you imagine all the heavy lifting you'll be doing? Seven, your partner gets him or herself a drink or a bite to eat, but doesn't ask if you want something. This is a sign that your partner is not attuned to your needs, and he or she probably doesn't notice when you're cold either. You know, it's funny, I was almost married, I was married for almost 30 years, and Every night, my husband would make himself a cup of herbal tea after dinner, and every night he would ask me if I wanted a cup of tea for almost 30 years, and I never said yes once, but he never assumed, and he still asked me. I thought that was lovely. Eight, your partner spells your name wrong. Well, there's no excuse for this, but it's just a sign of just not having you anywhere on his or her radar. Number nine your partner doesn't think about you in big decisions that he or she makes, like where he or she's gonna move next or whether or not to get a pet you're allergic to. So translation, your partner is not thinking about you being part of his or her life in the long term. 10, if you tell your partner something that is bothering you or ask him or her to change a behavior, He or she twists it around to make it seem like it's your problem. This is a very classic narcissist's behavior. So if someone does this to you, you're probably dealing with a narcissist. Resolving issues with this person is going to be like chasing your tail for eternity. Now, 11 is your partner is irresponsible with money, but refuses to change his or her ways. And this is going to be a big problem if you're ever trying to make a large purchase together. 12, your partner has a treatable problem like depression or OCD, but refuses to seek treatment. So do you really want to be with someone who doesn't want to be the best person he or she can be? You don't even need to answer because I hope I know what you're going to say. And here's your bonus, number 13, your partner makes condescending comments about people getting fat and haggard when they grow older. It's sure going to be fun to grow old with that person. Okay, so let's dig in a bit more into one-sided or what I call imaginary relationships. And they're more common that you might realize. And I want you to be aware because one minute you could feel head over heels in love and the next minute you could be getting dumped for someone else. How could this even happen? It is easier than you can ever imagine. So let's show you the anatomy of how this kind of a dumping happens. So let's say things start out casual. There are no strings attached. You're just having fun. Maybe you like this arrangement because you were coming off another relationship and you felt scared to go too fast. Maybe you like the fact that the other person didn't smother or pressure you into making big decisions about commitment or accountability. Then after some time, you start falling in love. Maybe you ignored the warning signs that you were falling hard, but You never allowed yourself to think about a possible bad outcome until it was too late. If you're a woman who has put yourself into a sexual arrangement, let's say friends with benefits or whatever you want to call it, you could be pulling the wool over your eyes because the bottom line for women is given the female anatomy, intercourse, sex is a deeply intimate act in which you take someone inside your body. And it's only natural to become attached to someone who is inside you, literally. Once the attachment forms, it's easy for you to start weaving tales. Soon, you're fooling yourself into believing that the man you're with is serious about you and envisioning a future. And just as an aside, I often say to women... Don't have sex until the person is committed to you. And I know that sounds nuts, but once you have sex, the hormones that start running in your body confuse you into thinking that you're in love. And then you could be in the deep end with someone who has no interest whatsoever in a long-term relationship, let alone a commitment. So when the guy says to you, we're just hanging out, and your brain probably figures that he's just being a normal guy with cold feet. He's resisting commitment and playing it cool, but he'll come around. And you tell yourself that he feels the way you do. And he's just going about commitment in a backdoor fashion. Now comes the heavy lifting on your part to prove to him that you are the one for him. You do the calling, the texting, the doting on him, the cooking for him, the giving him mind-blowing sex when he wants it, being a shoulder when he needs it, yada, yada. And maybe you've met his family, his friends, his pets. Maybe he even spends loads of money on you and shares intimate details about his childhood during cozy, snuggly pillow talk times maybe he's even said that he loves you, but the guy may not be in love with you. And he doesn't feel committed because in his mind, he isn't. And the next thing you know, you're getting dumped for another woman that he's marrying. Meanwhile, he's flabbergasted that you're crying on his shoulder and he says to you, but you knew what we were. You were a pit stop, a stepping stone, a for now girl. And all the time you were conning yourself into believing that you were a wife in the making. Now, How do women, most especially women, fall into such a terrible trap? And believe it or not, when it comes to dating, the women's liberation movement has not helped women. Day and night, we're powerful and assertive. We take charge in the boardroom and in the bedroom. When we see a man we want, we go for it. We pursue, we chase, and we basically screw ourselves out of a happily ever after without realizing it. Why? Why? Because many women have lost their feminine goddess energy. And I'm not telling you this because I'm old school and traditional, you've heard my mouth. And I'm saying this because it just works better for you when you have some feminine energy in the relationship. This way, you stop twisting yourself into a pretzel to snag some guy who doesn't deserve you. And remember, you can't escape biology. Men are hardwired to be pursuers and providers. And women are wired to receive and to be protected. Now, if you doubt this, just look at your reproductive anatomy, which is all about receiving. Women are also biologically programmed to define themselves and their self-worth through relationships. Men are not as likely to do this. Because of this truth, it's important for women to feel appreciated, adored, and cherished. And most men are happy to do these things for us because they define their sense of self-worth through their power to provide, through their power to make the person that they love happy. So when you're in your feminine energy, you are the queen bee of the hive. You're the center, you're still, you're calm, and you're receiving. The men in your life are the worker bees. They're giving, they're doing, they're nurturing, they're offering, and so on. They're buzzing around, doing what they can to please you, and you are appreciating them and building them up to go back out into the world and do their work. So once you become the worker bee, the dynamic shifts, and he's the queen bee, and most men don't want to be queens. Plus, he'll get bored and resent you for not making him accountable to the relationship. He'll take you for granted. He'll decide things on his clock. And if he's going to call you back, if he wants to see you, if he wants sex from you and so on. So sound familiar? So don't forget a practical get-it-done-let's-talk-facts attitude is awesome for the workplace, but it's not going to get you anywhere in love. Men don't fall in love with your intelligence and your ability to have witty banter. banter. A man enjoys these traits in you and he respects you for them, but what makes a man fall deeply in love is really your vulnerability. When you can soften your edges and turn your rough severe corners into cushiony, velvety textures, you're going to draw a guy closer. He wants to feel like you are a safe place for him to reveal his underbelly and your softer edges are the perfect place for him to rest his heart and also your vulnerability allows allows him to feel needed by you. So you can't love a guy out of an imaginary relationship. Remember this, when you're in an imaginary relationship, you can't say you're being used. The The truth is that usually guys let us know up front throughout the relationship that there's no possibility for long-term love we just choose not to believe we have selective hearing and if he's been telling you things aren't serious it's time you seriously weigh your options meanwhile Many women operate with that selective hearing I'm mentioning and focus on making the guy see the light. You do everything you can for him. You cook for him. You give him sex when he wants it. You play therapist and you even become his best buddy. You work so hard for his attention and his devotion. You slave and you service while chalking up his lack of availability and commitment as wounds from childhood that left him scared and shy. And maybe that's true, but so what? You make every excuse for him. You think that if you just love him enough, he will finally know the care and touch of a real loving woman. And you think that if you cater to him and be the best sex he's ever had, that he won't know how to live without you, but he will. Even if the sex is amazing, he'll still move on fine. The point is that you can't try and be amazing just to get the guy to commit. He has to have that unexplained attraction, the je ne sais quoi. You he just has to have it and if he doesn't now he never will he'll appreciate your efforts he'll care for you he'll even be there as your friend for life but no amount of chasing and catering will make him love you more now i want to step back and take a look at how our old scars from childhood set us up for imaginary one-sided relationships so let's start with the idea that if you didn't receive the love you deserved as a kid That sets you up for a repetition compulsion of your earlier abandonment. So, the human mind is wired to recreate the most painful and traumatic aspects of childhood in an attempt to heal. Freud discovered this that we repeat an attempt to heal when he had a little boy come to his office. And the boy was terrified to be left alone with Freud. And the mother said, I'll be back in 50 minutes. And she left. And the little boy ran to the window and watched her walk down the street and turn the corner out of, out of sight. And he waved to her all the while she walked down the window and turned out of sight. And then Freud noticed that throughout the session, the boy kept repetitively compulsively going to the window and waving at thin air. And that's when he realized the boy was repeating and repeating the trauma, trying to work through the feelings. So the first step of the repetition is to choose a partner who emotionally resembles the person who let you down or abandoned you or abused you when you were young. And I call this setting the stage. Next, your unconscious works to try to receive from this partner all the emotional goodies you didn't receive as a kid. And it sounds good on paper. Because it feels like if you can manage to wheedle what you never got out of your parent, out of the partner, you'll be healed. And perhaps that would be true. But unfortunately, trying to get from a partner who is emotionally similar to the parent is like trying to force a leopard to change its spots. Because the person you've chosen is limited and damaged in the exact way your parent was. So you're unlikely to ever receive any more or any better treatment from the partner than you received from your parent. At the same time, it's normal to stay in the ring and keep trying because to give up trying to get your goodies feels like giving up the hope of healing the original abandonment wound. Now, if you want to learn more about how our old scars from childhood cause all of us to choose and stay with the worst possible partners for us, read Kiss Your Fights Goodbye. This is my first Hay House book. And it is really uh, your Bible. It guides you step-by-step on how to heal the old scars, how to break free of unhealthy relationships, and how to create a reciprocal and loving relationship. This book is available for you on Amazon. It's in Kindle form. It's in soft cover. And you can find out more also about the book at AskDrLove.com under the store. I really encourage you to read Kiss Your Fights Goodbye. It's so important to break the pattern of giving Giving and giving without getting back because to give and not get back does damage to you. One-sided relationships are not just painful. They add salt to your original abandonment wounds and they actually result in deepening your childhood injury. So remember, the only thing that makes any difference that means anything is how much energy the other person wants to give to you. And if this other person labels you as friends, then that's what it is. And if this other person says, I like you or you're sexy, I want to spend the night with you, then that's all it is. It's unmistakable. When the other person's energy is coming towards you, when a guy's energy is coming towards you, he calls, he listens, he tries, tries hard to get near you, to spend time with you, to be with you, to make you happy. And the only way he can do that is if you're far enough away from him, for him, To have to pursue you and make that effort. This is the brutal situation. You know, there was a book called He's Just Not That Into You. It was a book and a movie. Check it out because it is so true. You cannot make a man be more into you by talking to him about it, by wanting him, by missing him, by being honest with him about the way you feel for him. This is not the way. So, let me give you just a couple, couple, um, couple little pointers before we take a break get out of the clouds and put up some personal boundaries, right? And actually, these boundaries, I think it's probably best that we take the break and then I hit the boundaries with you when we come back because I have 10 tips for you on how to put up personal boundaries so that you don't get sucked into a one-sided imaginary relationship. Be back in a moment on Ask Dr.
0: Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love reaches millions of terrestrial radio listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group, as everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other relationship advice show broadcast anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDoctorlove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at askdoctorlove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business?
2: If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right
3: now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 877-941-4731. That's 877-941-4731. Again, 877-941-4731. Imagine, this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money, and they can take it. All of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now.
4: Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call, because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets.
0: You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love. And reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorfcom slash grief relief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited visit grief relief to find out more and now back to dr turndorf. Hello
1: again, welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf. We're talking about one-sided or imaginary relationships and I'm going to give you 10 tips about how to put up some personal boundaries. So if you're in a med in an imaginary one-sided relationship, Wanting to believe that you are a couple, but knowing deep down that you aren't, stop feeling in the spaces where the other person has a lack of interest in the relationship. Stop compensating for the other person and instead make a list. Make a list of all the things you want out of a relationship. Do you want to be cherished as a priority? Do you want to feel emotionally safe and loved unconditionally by a partner who has given you a verbal commitment? <clears throat> Once you have your list, get strong and tell this person, You are interested in what you want. When the person calls you, tell him or her exactly how this quote unquote arrangement makes you feel and why it isn't working for you. I feel uncertain and insecure. I don't want to be in a sexual arrangement. I want a serious commitment with a person who knows for sure that he or she loves me and wants to be with me. Then say no more and wait to see what the other person says. And if this other person back paddles and flat out tells you that he or she's already told you, no, turn that imaginary relationship into a no-contact situation. Now, I know you're thinking, but I love him, but I love her. But guess what? You're stronger than you think, and you deserve more. There are so many people in this world, and there's one just waiting to love, commit, and honor you and never let you go. And if This other person has been telling you things aren't serious. It's time for you to seriously, seriously wake up. And if you don't believe me, maybe you don't have a right to argue like I always say, people who only go out at night and have no right to claim that the sun has left them. And if you waste your time with people you know are commitment phobes, you have no right to say that there are no emotionally available people out there. But if you're ready to break free from the old patterns that have been holding you back from the love of a lifetime, I'm going to give you 10 tips to stop settling for crumbs, okay? So the first is open your heart. And be surprised, you've gone on countless dates, you've talked to a hundred potential partners, so you have you have been open to love, right? Well, not necessarily. Being open means that even though you're looking for a special person, you're receptive to love from wherever it comes. Your Mr. or Ms. Wright might show up in a way you never expected, it might look different from what you've imagined. But how do you attract Mr. or Ms. Wright in the first place? And make sure that that person falls in love with you. Well, it's about being, if you're a woman, it's being a modern siren. A woman who literally magnetizes men to her. And here's the great news. You're already a siren. And all it takes is learning a few tools to help you make the most of your siren qualities, so that you can effortlessly be your most alluring self. And the next tips, I'm going to show you how to sirenize yourself, baby step by baby step. So the next tip is, Don't become exclusive until you're committed. So you've been seeing a great guy. You're spending a lot of time together. A lot of women think they should stop accepting dates from other men. Not at all. Unless this person has asked you for a commitment, keep your options open. It's not about playing games. It's about maintaining your sense of self instead of making any one man the center of your universe. You also prevent yourself from having that needy vibe and you make him feel like commitment is his idea. There's something called circular dating, and this makes it easy. So just date as many people as you like using a circular rotation pattern. Don't give more priority to any one person until that one person rises from the pack as the one who wants to step up and commit to you, and it's someone you want. The next tip is soften your body language. So the next time you're out on a date, take a moment and notice what your body is doing. The chances are your nerves are showing up in the form of tense shoulders (coughs) and clasped hands women become so overly conscious of themselves and fail to display the femininity that men find so alluring instead relax your hands drop your shoulders and actually lean back in a man's presence and watch as he fills the space by melting forward and inching ever so closer to your heart and keep the romance and connect connection alive and that's just as important throughout the relationship and you want to know how to do it And even bring back the passion you once shared? Well, that's something we're going to talk about on another show. Also, here's another tip for you to sirenize you. Don't think too far ahead what were you thinking on the last date that you had? If you're like most women, at least some of the time you were watching these thoughts run through your head. Does he like me? Will he make a good husband? Is he going to ask me out again? Focusing on the future and what ifs not only keeps you from enjoying the present moment and discovering who this man is, but staying stuck in your head keeps you from connecting with him where it truly counts, his heart. So it's important for you to understand that. Uh, Man's commitment timeline is usually different from a woman's. And so if you don't know how it works, you might inadvertently push him away when you could be bringing him closer and closer. So we don't want to manipulate. We don't want to play games, but we also want to respect a guy might have a different timeline. Here's your next tip for sirenizing you. Share your feelings without making him responsible. He's late again. He brings up his ex. He forgets to call. These are scenarios you're bound to run into at one time or another, even after you're married or living together. And most women think bringing these up will only push a man away. But the key is to draw a guy closer by expressing your feelings in a clear, non-blaming way that invites him to be part of the solution. For example, I feel uncomfortable hearing about other women and I don't want to create any, any weirdness between the two of us. What do you think? I like always inviting the other person to give feedback and input. Your next tip for sirenizing you is stop pretending you're something you're not. How often have you hidden the real you when you're with a guy? You might feel that if you reveal the quirky things about you, you'll scare him away. Or that if you disagree with him, you'll rock the boat. But nothing can be further from the truth. This isn't about spilling your guts on a first date. It's about letting go of the need to be perfect and letting love in. So stop censoring yourself and start allowing the man who will love you for who you are, make his way into your life for good. Reminds me of Chris Rock, who said, when people go out on a date, you're never meeting that person. You're meeting his or her representative. Come and represent yourself. So sirenize yourself by switching to the receive channel. You might think that in order to show a man you're a great catch, you need to make him dinner, do things for him or push the relationship along. But the truth is men fall in love by how much they give to you, not the other way around. This I can't stress this enough. We get attached to people by doing for them. So a good man is going to want to please you and make you happy and do nice things for you. So let him. And here's your next tip. Put yourself first. It's natural for women often to put others first. But if you want to inspire romance in a guy, putting his needs before yours is entirely counterproductive. While it's true that every relationship is give and take, you still need to take care of yourself first. When a man sees that you treat yourself with kindness and respect, he'll see a woman who has a high sense of self-worth and a healthy self-esteem, both of which are very attractive and motivate him to keep you happy. The next tip is don't write him off yet. If he's too short, too heavy, too young, too serious, not serious enough, well, there are so many women who can't, couldn't stand their husbands at first and now can't imagine their lives without them. Whenever a man shows up in your life, regardless of how long, treat it as an opportunity, unless you're really turned off by him. Give him at least three dates. He, may, he might not be your Mr. Right, but he'll get you closer to him by helping you discover more about him. And that works also in the reverse for men. And the happiest women are often with men they didn't feel crazy chemistry with at first, and that is true. And here is your last, last tip for sirenizing yourself. Remember that you can't say the wrong thing to the right man. As long as you speak from your heart, the man who is going to love you will not be scared away. He will work with you through conflict, and this will bring you closer together. And of course, you need to make him feel safe enough to express his own feelings. And the way you do this comes right back to where we started, by expressing your own. As you build a solid foundation of safety and mutual acceptance, love doesn't just thrive it flourishes. Okay, let me give you a few tweets. I love the tweets to help drive home the messages that I'm bringing you. First, stop getting run down from giving to a man who won't settle down. Giving him more and more ain't the way to achieve your forevermore. Being his friend with benefits won't prevent him from calling it quits. Stop twisting yourself into a knot trying to get him to tie the knot And that's all I have for you on the tweet department. Oh, no, I can give you one more. If you fear any moment he may jump ship, you're in an imaginary relationship. There you go. All right. Now, earlier in the show, in segment one, I said, in addition to old scars from childhood causing us to choose partners who abandon us or are unavailable for a meaningful relationship, Our childhood old scars also cause another type of imaginary relationship. And I bet this is one that you've never really thought about. And it hit me just this week, this concept, and I'm sharing it with you first. I've never talked about this before, and I've never written about this. And I'm talking about the way all injured people continue to have imaginary relationships with what I call the ghosts of their parents. So let me explain what I'm talking about. When we're injured as children, the traumatized part of the brain gets frozen in time. So no matter how old we are, we still think and feel and react from the young child's brain. Things that are said and done to us in the present remind us of the wounds we suffered as kids. We get triggered. We get hurt easily. We don't even realize that we're reacting to the ghosts of our parents. For example, a husband and wife are out to dinner, and this woman, I'll call her Mary, was very abandoned and neglected by her father. So at the dinner table, her husband keeps checking his wristwatch. And finally, she's building up so much hurt and so much anger, not realizing she's remembering a father who literally never had time for her. So she blows a gasket and she says to her husband, listen, if you can't wait to get out of here, let's get the check and let's get the hell out of here. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm just looking at my wristwatch to make sure to feed the meter on time. So you see, she was living with an imaginary relationship, the ghost of a parent, and this old, old story. Now, this is Easter week, and the holidays especially awaken the ghosts of our parents who did us harm. So holidays draw us back into imaginary relationships with the ghosts from our past. Let me give you another example. I have a patient named Becky. She was terribly neglected by her mother, who is long deceased. But this Easter week, she came to session crying about how lonely she is, how she misses having a family to celebrate the holidays with. Whenever Becky falls into feeling sorry for herself, she has fallen back into the old, empty relationship with her mother, a mother who doesn't even exist anymore, the old mother, the ghost of her mother, the imaginary mother of her childhood. That old relationship is done and dusted, and it's an imaginary relationship. Becky is not connecting to her mother as her mother is now in spirit form. Each time we have dialogue with her mom, Becky has felt so much love coming from her mom in spirit form. But Becky's so used to the way life was with her mother when she was a little girl that she falls back into this imaginary relationship with the mother of her childhood. And she forgets to reconnect with her mom now and have a relationship with her mother now. And instead, she drowns in pain. So reconnecting and allowing allowing her mom to love her now is really... There's my little... Oh, my goodness. There's my little cardinal. (laughs) That's my cardinal. Hello, my wild cardinal. Whenever I help patients to reconnect with their loved ones in spirit... Candy the Cardinal appears and sings. You heard her. Loved ones in spirit often come through her to remind that they're here. So this is when we reconnect with our loved ones in spirit form and we form a relationship with them now, uh, we form a new relationship that's filled with love. And reconnecting in this way heals the old scars, the abandonment scars, and paves a way for you to form a love bond with a life partner who's all in with you. But first, you got to heal the unfinished business with those in spirit. And if you don't believe in the afterlife, you can still dialogue with a parent who is deceased and you can have a back and forth conversation. You can put that person in an imaginary, um, in an empty chair and imagine the person and dialogue and allow yourself as an adult to confront that parent who did you harm, to Switch roles and understand what was wrong with your parent, why your parent wasn't there for you, abandoned you. I will never forget a woman named Louise, who was so injured by a mom who had no time for her whatsoever. And we did a dialogue and I had her reverse roles and she played her mother. And I played her, and as we dialogued, she grew to know her mother, and she understood why her mother wasn't there for her and why she was so burned out running the grocery store and she had no time. By the time we got done with this dialogue, Louise had gone a long way to healing her abandonment scar because she really understood her mom loved her, did the best she could, but was just stretched too thin. So this Easter, set a place for your loved ones in spirit talk to them, allow them to love you, heal your old scars and heal your abandonment wounds, because this is how we're going to pave the way for you to form a non-imaginary relationship with someone who's going to love you back. When the old scars heal, you now have room to form a love relationship that's reciprocal. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, time for the questions.
0: Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love reaches millions of terrestrial radio listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group, as everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other relationship advice show broadcast anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit askdoctorlove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at askdoctorlove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business?
2: If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine.
3: Here's the number. Call 877-941-4731. That's 877-941-4731. Again, 877-941-4731. Imagine, this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money and they can take it. All of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now.
4: Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call, because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets.
0: You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple... We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, Visit drjamieturndorff.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorff.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf.
1: Hello again, and welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf. This is the time in the show where I'm answering your questions. The first one's entitled, Awaiting My Next Love, or Is It Already Here?, Dear Dr. Love, there's so much I want to tell you and many times that I've wanted to write you, so finally here it goes. I'll start off by saying that I love you so much, and there are so many times that I think, wow, she's almost like a kind of soulmate, but we've never even met. I think it's amazing the way you help people, and you're one of the things that inspired me to get into counseling for youth. I've been listening to your show for over a year now. I've listened to every show, and each week I eagerly await your next topic. Your Valentine's Day special where you finally talked about your dear husband moved me to very intense tears and emotions and inspired me in ways I'm sure I'm still unaware of. I'm so sorry that you had to endure such pain when you lost him. Your relationship with your husband, even now after death, reminds me of my dear father. He passed away over four years ago from lung cancer, but he has been with me since the moment he passed. I'm so grateful that you are such a smart woman and that you have beliefs that I could look up to and relate to. Again, I know we never met, but I love you so much. Okay, I'm bordering on the obsessive, so I'll end right there. In your episode More True Love with Robert Fulgham, you mentioned how people you meet always feel compelled to tell you their story and I'm no exception even if time does not permit you to read a reply to my message I will think about you just the same I'm a 24 year old girl and I feel that I've already experienced a great love we ended things 4 years ago after having been each other so after having seen each other for about 5 years it was a passionate but confusing and painful love after having learned from all of your techniques I know that I had con confidence issues after dealing with two difficult parents, my mom cheating on my dad, my dad working very hard and being very busy all the time, etc. I ended things with the guy after finding out that he had been cheating on me in the last few months, but he always lied about it, never wanted a committed relationship, lots of manipulation. We were bad to one another, and even though he now has a child and is in a relationship with a girl he knew the whole time we were seeing each other, he has still offered to sleep with me, which simply tells me that he has not changed. I refused the offers, and I have changed so much. Last year, I had a relationship for a few months with a Korean guy when I lived in Korea, but I broke up with him once I moved back to Canada and realized that I no longer want to be with him. But this Korean boyfriend was the first time in my life that I had a healthy relationship. He met my mom and sister. I met his family. He took good care of me, respected me. We helped one another, lived together for a bit, and even got a puppy together. But in the end, I didn't feel the passion for him that I so greatly crave. I sometimes wonder Have I already had my one true love with this man who cheated on me? Was it even love? And if it was, why was it so painful and why can't we be together? I mean, besides the obvious, he is not a good person, but why would the universe give me such a complicated love out there? love that i cannot be with my heart tells me that there is more love out there and i try i've lately even been meditating to attract love i've filled out your creative mate twice now i have a very happy and fulfilling life on my own and i take breaks from searching for love but i think i'm still picking these guys that i realize have something very wrong with them after a few dates and i know it could be my approach that's doing this There is one guy in my life now that I constantly wonder about. The situation is funny. Let me explain. Last January, I began taking Brazilian jiu-jitsu and mixed martial arts classes in my area. I remember the first time I spoke on the phone with the gym owner, jiu-jitsu teacher. My heart skipped a beat and there was an instant attraction on my end. When I met him in person, the feeling was even more intense. And I'll never forget the first time we made eye contact. He winked at me and I melted. Ever since then, it's been a flirtation. I added him to Facebook and we would sometimes chat and flirt in class. I'm very attracted to him. There's no doubt about it. And I think he's attracted to me. And from what I've learned about him, we have a lot in common. And he's a guy that I've been looking for for years. But he's my teacher, and he's very serious and dedicated to his work, something I admire and look for in a person, and I've become very fond of and serious about my jiu-jitsu training. So I feel we've reached this point where I'm too shy to ask him to hang out, and I assume that he feels the same because he is my teacher, and I'm sure there's even legal things there that could get in the way. Recently, he told me over Facebook that if he throws a party again, he'll be sure to invite me, and I told him he should throw another one soon." I still have a contract with the gym until next January, but I've many times considered stopping my classes in order to free up the stalemate. In this time, I've still opened my heart up to a number of other guys, but everything... Time things would end. My mind and heart would go back to this teacher man. Part of me wonders if I'm just fixating on this guy because I see him so often and he's hot. But another part of me thinks that this might be my next big love and that fate has given us these circumstances for a reason. All I know is that this is the first time that someone has held my attention for so long since the man who broke my heart. My attraction to him worries me a bit. What if he's just another horny athlete who flirts with all pretty girls, just like my last love? Am I picking someone with similar qualities as the previous love? And is there something keeping me away from a good, for a good reason? My heart remains open and I pray and meditate and do everything I can to attract some awesome romance. Maybe it's not supposed to be this teacher, man. I wonder if you have any thoughts or advice for me. If you had made it to the end of this letter, thank you for reading it. If you respond to me, I thank you in advance. I think I would fly from the earth to the moon if you replied, ha ha, no pressure, right? I also think about you and pray that you might find one more love in your lifetime. And I'm sure that if it's meant to happen, your dear husband is doing all he can to arrange it. Have a week full of love and connection. I wish you nothing but the best my radio soulmate, love, signed, open heart. Well, what a sweetheart you are. You do indeed have an open heart. And the way you opened your heart to me and shared your love is really beyond beautiful. And I can only imagine the kind of partner you are. And in fact, I have the sense that you give your generous heart away to the wrong people. So first off, so you don't get hurt again, I want you to imagine that we're putting your heart under protective custody, and I don't want you to risk your heart again, not until a guy passes all my tests. So let's start with your martial arts teacher, and I want you to listen very closely to the fear that's coming up for you. You said, and I'm quoting you, what if he's just another horny athlete who flirts with all pretty girls, just like my last love? Am I picking someone with similar qualities as the previous love, and is there something keeping me away for a good reason? These concerns are significant. you got to listen up. Your fear is a flare that's being shot right from your unconscious. And it's telling you that he is like the last one. And what's more, you're on the verge of forming an imaginary relationship with this guy. You've created a storyline that says he's interested but can't go farther because you're his student. If you quit his classes, you will clear the way for him. Listen, he clearly has no objection to seeing you socially because he said he'd invite you to his next party. And remember, men are hunters. So when they want you, they go after you, student or not. And this makes me think that your fear is founded he's a flirt who can't be taken seriously now i know you've said that you've done a lot of work on yourself and i'm sure you've come quite far and i've know you i know you've done my creative mate twice and you're also doing visualizations to bring the right partner into your life but keep in mind that our old scars from childhood are a powerful force that overrides all our conscious efforts meaning these techniques will not bear fruit for you until you've healed the old scars so don't blame yourself. It's very difficult for he- for us to heal all by ourselves. For one thing, we have blind spots. For another, since we've been injured in our relationships, we need to heal within a relationship. And I say the therapeutic relationship is the best way to heal. And since you already feel connected to me, why don't you reach out to me in um, the private consulting division and we can finish your healing. You know, in the store, it, um, in AskDrLove.com, I have single session Um, energetic system upgrade, grief relief sessions, discovery sessions. You can have a single session with me. And then from there, I can see whether I have a package that would work for you to do your healing in a discreet time period. One of the things that I'm going to help you to do is get beyond being drawn to a man who is a philandering flirt. Because there's a pattern here. Your fear is warning you that you're drawn to another man like the one who broke your heart before. And when you find yourself trapped in a pattern we know trauma is afoot. Repetition is synonymous with trauma. Trauma causes repetition. So remember, left to its own devices, the unconscious mind knows only one way of healing, to keep repeating and repeating the old scars we suffered as kids, hoping for what I call that happy ending, the healing outcome. And in order to repeat or restage the original old scar, we have to choose a partner who emotionally resembles the parent let us down. And it's said that both males and females fall in love with a partner who resembles our first love object, which is our mom. So since most of us had trouble with our moms, by choosing a partner who is like our moms, we also get to be, we get to relive the old scar too. But that said, if your old scar was caused by a father, then you're going to choose a partner like your father. So first, we need to be clear on your old scar. And you only gave me a general comment about having had poor parents. And all I know is that your mom cheated and dad worked too much. So if you listen to how you describe both your first love, an unfaithful player, and this teacher, it sounds like you're speaking about the same person. This sounds like your mom. Just making it conscious that you were drawn to partners like your mom is a big step forward. And by the way, the instant excitement and passion that you feel toward these types of people, your ex and the martial arts teacher, comes from an unconscious recognition that you're home. We feel this level of activation because our unconscious feels the excitement that comes from the hope of healing the old scar. Oh my God, maybe it's going to happen. And perhaps you're choosing a cheater, hoping that this time around the cheater won't cheat and will remain faithful. And at the same time, you're drawn to men who aren't there for you, like your dad, who always worked. So to heal, we need to work more on understanding the exact nature of your old scar. Then we need to be clear on what the healing is that you needed back then. Then our mystery will be solved. And then you need to be single until the wound is healed. Otherwise, you're going to keep on choosing the wrong partners and getting hurt. And I know you said that the Korean boyfriend treated you well, that you don't feel any great passion for him. And believe it or not, when the old scar heals, you're going to feel differently. And the men that appeal to you now and get all the bells and whistles blaring won't ruffle your skirts any longer. And the nice type of guy for whom you felt no passion will actually be more appealing to you. So reach out to me if you want to finish your healing. See you at Ask Dr. Love for doing that. So that's, I wasn't able to get to all the questions, but go to Ask Dr. Love. I've opened up all the advice archives, You can search by the title and uh, you can find the questions and the answers or search on any keyword that you want. This is at no charge to you, as my gift to you to further your healing. That's all I have for you now. I just want you to be sure to heal your old scars and free yourself up for a full, unbridled love. No more one sided, no more imaginary relationships that keep you in the dark and keep you empty and re injured over and over again. See you the week after next. Happy Easter. bye
0: You've been listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Sign up for Dr. Jamie's newsletter at askdrlove.com and receive her meditation audio that will guide you to open your heart and chill out during these stressful times.